I'll tell you what. Let me, Ethan, mute that television. Put down that fork because we're doing a podcast. All right, I am I am incredibly angry. This has been an egregious twenty four hours in the world of college football. Uh, it's unethical, it's ugly, and it's just plain wrong, in my opinion. Florida State thirteen and zero has answered every test, has been left out because of SEC bias. So your final four people in the playoffs are Michigan, Texas, Washington, not in that order, and then finally. Alabama, the Crimson Tide, who have lost a game, people. You know who didn't lose a game? Florida State. Not once. Never. Not a Zippo. This is ridiculous. I'm very angry. Who else wants to talk about this? Ethan, if you go against the grain here, I'm going to punch you in the face through the computer screen. I'll let y'all get your opinions out before I give mine. I'll let y'all vent a little bit before I become the voice of reason i just don't get it why do you why do you play the season doesn't matter if it's just a beauty pageant i'm with booger mcfarlane on this this is egregious this is an embarrassment for the 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 sport of college football if you don't if you go 13 and 0 how are you in a in a power five conference you've beaten sec teams your strength of record is better than alabama your strength of schedule is not but your strength of record is better than Alabama's. You are you have third in the nation in strength of record in Florida State. Do we real quick? Do we know what strength of record means? It's your record at the end of the year, how good it is compared to other teams. I know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm curious. What's like? What that really? Or what the formula? I mean, I get it. It's probably a crazy formula. Just based like on wins. Yeah. It's like like based on wins you have during the season. So like. Obviously, an undefeated team is going to have a better strength of record than someone that's lost a game, you know? But then whenever you look at the strength of schedule. Who on the strength of schedule, okay? Hey, but real quick, before we get into – A lot of numbers. Before we dive into this and probably have some heated debate, can we all agree, thank goodness we have expansion next year. We can all agree on that one, right? Yeah, but then I'm going to be doing the same thing with the 13th team that's left (laughs) – but next year, I feel like it's a little bit bigger of a drop off of like you know this year you're like, you you can really feel bad for the 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 fifth team next year. Are we really going to get super sad for the thirteenth team? I mean, yeah, nine and three Tennessee being left out. I'm gonna be very upset. Okay, it's gonna be yeah, but at least at that point, you know, you're not saying you're not splitting hairs between a one loss team and an undefeated. You're splitting it with a team that you're like, okay, you shouldn't have lost to. Boise State in week two you know I don't know uh but yeah no I listen Florida State fans have a right to be very angry right now like very angry they did everything they could have done this year even with their quarterback out granted if you watch those games with him out it's a different team but they still got the job done I mean they still got the job done on different team they're going to get waxed I think, by Georgia, but I mean, we can't play in hypotheticals with that. But I think the committee picked the four best teams. But again, you are the four best teams. I think they got right. You said it perfectly, though. We can't play in hypotheticals. They basically, the playoff committee basically thought their way into hypotheticals with picking Alabama instead of Florida State. The graphic that they should. They almost lost to Auburn last week, Ethan. And we're going to play almost, the almost lost Florida State almost lost to Boston College. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Everybody has struggled against teams that they shouldn't have. 
one of those teams that was 13 and 0 in a major conference. We'll and get to the loss, later, Cade. I'll, I'll let you celebrate, but not right now. Um, I, I just think the graphic that was shown on the ESPN broadcast right before it was announced kind of summed up what I think the committee probably valued a lot. You look at the strength of schedule, Florida State's is 55th. Alabama's is 4th. Quality wins. I'll give you three on that. What Do what? It's actually 58th. I'll give you three more. Oh, okay, yeah. 58th. I mean, it's not a good strength to schedule. And I get it. Before the season, you they schedule LSU and they win that game. LSU turns out to not be as great as we probably thought going into the year, but that's still a good They're win. Still a top twenty team, and that's that's my argument. If you look at string, if the you look at best wins, Florida State beat them and Louisville. Who like? Do we really think Louisville's that great either? And Alabama, their one loss was to a Texas team that's in the playoff, and they also beat the number one team, Georgia. They beat Ole Miss. They beat LSU. They beat. Barely uh, survived against Arkansas. Barely survived against Auburn. Barely survived against South Florida. I'm just saying, when you think of the eye test, you can't just think 24 hours ago when you're using the eye test. If we're going to talk about get just taking care of business, winning your games, we got to give Alabama credit for winning all those games except for Texas. Can we? Can, can I give credit to the team that went 13 and 0? I've we can. I think it sucks for them. I think I think we can all agree it sucks for Florida State. I think the committee picked the four best teams, though. That's just my take. I just, I've never been more frustrated in something in my life. You know what I mean? But I don't think they picked the four best teams. And by the, by this logic, and you talked about this, Ethan, they have Florida State at five and Georgia at six. Do you right now think that Georgia is a worse team than Florida State? Exactly. That's my one beef with the playoff committee. I think it should have been Bama four, Georgia five, Florida State six. And then that goes to show you. They defied their own logic. I mean, I do think they're they, doing this for terrible reasons. I, I think they they kind of uh, countered themselves with, like, putting Georgia six. Like, I understand the logic, but then I don't understand how they played out the rest of the rankings. But very tough job for the playoff committee this year. Bunch I, of bozos and, and crooks. But I think that if we all saw the reaction of Michigan watching, the, watching who they're going to play, the reaction was – Oh, crap, it's Alabama, not Florida State. Again, hypotheticals. I am Team Florida State. I think the strength of schedule argument is overblown because the most important statistic is your wins and losses. And I think that the fact that an undefeated Power 5 champion had never been left out until now says something. And I also think, like we talked about as far as SEC bias like I don't understand how like once you start going down this road I feel like it's hard to defend an Alabama over a Georgia if like if the games don't matter and then you're just going off who's better well maybe Georgia is better and they just barely lost like I don't know I I think you're just getting into more hypotheticals once you start down this road but that's my two cents. It's hypotheticals and subjectivity. It's it's just it's a a beauty pageant at this point. Oh, I do think Alabama would Alabama Michigan would be a better matchup than Michigan Florida State. That's that's honestly essentially what it came down to. Honey, are you team right side of history or are you wrong? 
I don't think I'm on either side. I oh. will say that uh, Bo uh, Corgan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was going to say, I said uh, Bo Corgan's reasonings behind FSU not being in the top four uh, needed to be better than what he what he said. We have those we have those quotes pulled up, don't we? Question was, Boo, similar to Florida State, SMU lost its starting quarterback late in the season. Did that play any factor in the decision to have Liberty ahead of SMU? Boo Corgan said, no, it didn't. As we're looking at it, Liberty 5-0 against teams 500 or above, put up 700-plus yards against New Mexico State, team that a week before went down and held Auburn at 10 points. Again, each one of these is held in isolation in looking at it. And SMU goes from unranked to ranked. A really good win against Tulane, but at the end of the day, the committee voted for Liberty at 23 and SMU at 24. Next question. How deep was the schedule conversation? The fact that SMU only lost to Power 5 teams and Liberty didn't play the Power 5 teams. How did you guys kind of square that? Um, and I, I'm I'm saying this in relation to how they're using this argument of it wasn't a great schedule that Florida State had and they lost a quarterback and and how it contradicts with the Liberty thing. So Boo Corrigan says, yeah, good question. It's part of the conversations we're going through it. Our job is not to regulate who plays whom, it's just on the opponents that they do play. But again, Liberty's averaging over 500 yards a game, scoring over 40 points, looking at it any differently than going against their schedule. And again, we do strength of schedule in bands and the band between SMU and Liberty was not so great that we looked at it as a key reason as to change a boat. Another quote he said was basically that he said, he said, the questions we do ask from a coaching standpoint is, who do you want to play and who do you not want to play? So there you go. It's kind of like a, it's subjectivity at that point. And man, golly. And, and again, Cade, we'll get to Liberty at some point. But the whole argument of the third string quarterback, it would be a better argument if, in 2014, Ohio State didn't win the national championship with their third string quarterback. And you can say, we are not comparing. Uh, no, Ethan, not, don't do it. I know we aren't comparing Florida State's third string quarterback to Ohio State's. I am. I am. It's they, a, were, they started running the Wildcat because they couldn't have, because they started running the Wildcat because they can't trust him. They still won the game. They still won the game. He still went 13 0. I think a better think argument is TCU last year. I think, obviously, well, my understanding is that it was it's a 13-person committee. Ten of those same people were on it last year, this year, so it's three people different. But TCU last year, like, if you just go off of roster talent, you know, they weren't better than Alabama last year, but they got in because they earned it. And they had a loss. They had a loss in their championship game. FSU undefeated. Obviously doesn't have the talent Bama does, but they should have gotten in like TCU did. Yeah, but I mean TCU, it's a little bit different. TCU lost in their their championship game last year, but and, uh, I, I just glad think, they got in last year. I think the committee did what they. I mean, they've it's been precedent for a long time. Like it's literally part of like the their, I guess like written like kind of, I don't know what you call them, rules or, like, guidelines of, like, taking into account key player that's gone. Like, does it change that team? I think they did that. I think they stuck to what they, they're supposed to do. I mean, it, it it's all going to be subjective. I mean, that's what picking four teams is. We don't got the BCS anymore where you are got the computer doing a lot of it. The computer actually had Texas getting in too, though. If people were in the BCS, but it would have what it would have done. But I think it also had Florida State in in that scenario. It did left Texas out. Sometimes kind of the computer gets it right. 
Okay. Yeah, but but all this to say, I think that Alabama I get it. It's the eye test and people are saying, oh, so don't even play the games. We're saying Alabama beginning of the year, the stretch where they lose to Texas at home, which Texas is a playoff team, clearly a good team. That team is different from this team now that has one loss and just beat Georgia, as in the Georgia that hadn't lost a game and I don't know how many games and was two-time defending national champion. Florida State, I mean, it sucks because Florida State hasn't lost. Like, they it, – it's hard because you're like, you can't really – how do you penalize a team that hasn't lost? This exactly. is where a four-team playoff – I mean, we had to compare – we had to compare a Florida State team that hadn't lost to an Alabama team that is better than them. Everybody should agree Alabama is better than Florida. I mean, if you don't agree with that right now, I don't know what football, what teams you've been watching for the past month. They haven't played against each other. We don't know. It's well, yeah, because Florida State hasn't played against anybody. Have you seen the movie True Grit? There's a there's a character in True Grit, the Coen Brothers remake, where he says, "I don't deal in hypotheticals. The world is vexing enough." That's where I'm at right now, guys. Not a hypothetical. As Florida State has the 58th strength of schedule, Alabama has top five. Florida State hasn't played anybody really, other than LSU at the beginning of the year. That Alabama also beat. Tell me that Florida State goes and plays Texas that they aren't taking an L two. The, the the committee did the right thing. They said that your schedule matters. Your strength, your schedule matters. And how you're playing right now matters. You're the best team. I mean, let's be real. Missouri right now is better than Florida State. And that's a team with two losses in the SEC. Um, again, they went undefeated. They answered every test that you threw their way. And, and they're still not better than Alabama. But we don't know that. You don't know that. But I think... Okay, just Listen, go Michigan reaction. I have an SEC shirt on right now, and I'm about to Dude. rip it like Job in the Bible when he was very upset after his family and land were taken away from him. I'm going to do the same thing. This is ridiculous. There is SEC bias. I'll say it, and it's connected to ESPN, who actually runs this whole show, and they just wanted a matchup of Alabama and Michigan. That's what they It's wanted. hard to not have SEC bias when the conference has won how many of the past national championships it's but the best it doesn't league. it doesn't even have to be sec bias because personally i would have had michigan washington florida state bama i think i think florida state should be in over texas which isn't sec bias because texas is one loss i'm blanking on who it is at the moment OU. it's a big 12 team ou who is not even in the conversation for any of this so they have the worst loss out of anybody. They did beat Bama, though. You they have to Bama that head to head. I think a head to head. That's where your the head to head matters. Florida State didn't. Pl- that's what I'm saying. It's they didn't play anybody even in this elite level. Like LSU, I mean, that Clemson was- has elite talent, even if they haven't LSU, been as good. Clemson, Clemson. If, if if whenever Clemson's your third best win this year, that Clemson team. Not really a great. Okay. But you know, blue chip ratio is going to be so high. Like the like the amount of four and five stars on that Clemson team has just got to be off the charts. Well, I mean, in that case, then I mean, but that's that's what they're doing with Bama. Texas they're A&M basically saying that's what they're doing with Bama and Texas. They're saying that's our roster loaded with talent, and they're saying so put them on the playoff because they have the most talented roster. That's what they're doing numbers 
listen, next year with 12 teams in the playoff, we can split hairs over number 13. And if we do, I mean, it'll just be fun at this point because we won't be devastated. I feel horrible for Florida State. Yeah, I do. Unfair. Can you agree with that? This is it's it's very unfair. This is why a fourteen playoff chosen by a committee of people, terrible idea with five power conferences. I think they did the right thing though of saying if we're picking four best teams and you have five power five conferences, I think a loss SEC team is always better than the undefeated from the worst other power conference. Yeah, that's I mean that's part of it though, right? Like if we're doing it based solely on the four best teams, then Georgia should be in, right? Yeah, but Bama just – that was a playing game. Georgia can't gripe. They just got done losing to the – team. it was a playing game for them. Then everything is a playing game, right? Shouldn't it be? Shouldn't every game be a playing And if you, <laughs> win all your, if you win all of your playing games, shouldn't you be in? I'm freaking out over here, man. I, I feel like uh, I feel like Stephen A. Smith when he went, ah! You know, he screams every now and then. That's how I feel right now. I mean, I told you last night that I think Georgia's – I thought Georgia should get in, but, like, I mean, I get that. I think an SEC team just needed to be in this year, but – Oh, man. Hey, I don't, I'll tell you who we can blame for this. We can blame Hugh Freeze for this whole thing, for calling one of the worst defensive play calls on fourth and goal from <laughs> Alabama. They had a spy on Milrow. <laughs> he just <laughs> – they rushed two, and they had a. It was oh, it didn't make any sense. We we wouldn't be talking about this right now if Auburn hadn't beat them. But that's the point too. Like they almost lost to Auburn. People are saying, "Oh, this is a different Alabama team than they were at the beginning." They almost lost to Auburn last week. Auburn, Florida lost, State almost lost to Florida, who's lost their past. I don't know how many. Um, that's but that's what I'm saying too. Is like these teams are not like it's it's similar things, like. Florida State almost lost to uh, Florida, okay, with their third-string quarterback. Okay, they're going to get penalized for almost losing a game, but Alabama, who has lost a game and almost lost several others, they're not going to get penalized for that. Florida, yeah, I mean, it sucks. We're all living in hypotheticals. I mean, it sucks, but I think living in – Not me, Ethan. Not me. (laughs) You have to with the picking four best teams, I feel like. We're picking the four best, not the four most deserving. I'm just saying there were four teams that were uh, 13 and excuse me, three teams that were 13 and 0. Should Liberty it's, have made the playoffs? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. That would be for a second. Hey, but uh, question: What did Liberty end up ranked? 23rd. Do you think Actually, 22nd? Since maybe since we're talking about hypotheticals, if this was a 12-team playoff year, should Liberty have gotten in a 12-team playoff? Well, yeah, they would have. It's the highest-ranked group of five teams. Oh, so there's a rule about highest-ranked group of five? Mm-hmm. Say there wasn't. Since we're talking about just winning every game that's in front of you. Well, yeah, that's, that's not really – that's not how the setup is. It's not the same. Yeah, you're throwing point, out hypotheticals, Ethan. <laughs> uh, but that's if fun. there had been a 12-team playoff, Liberty would have been matched up with Florida State, and that would have been a crazy game <laughs> because that would have just been offense versus – a not great offense at the moment. So, <laughs> but hey, I'm happy for you, Kate. I really am. What do I'm we so think happy. the spread will be for Georgia versus Florida State? 
I don't know yet. You know why? Because I'm not a Vegas odds maker and I don't deal in hypotheticals, Ethan. So I'm not going to answer your question. That's a trap. That's a trap question. Well, Are you asking what the line is? Yeah. Georgia, it's probably going to be a, a double-digit. Exactly, because people know Florida State's not better than Georgia. Nor and Georgia just got done losing to Alabama. People know Alabama is better than Florida State right now. Listen, I'll tell you this, though. Florida State is going to be the angry, angrier than Georgia. And I don't think Georgia necessarily wants to mess with that right now. I don't think Georgia's a great defense. But, Cade, we saw a video of you celebrating Liberty getting into the the New Year's Six in the Fiesta Bowl against Oregon. Um, Talk us through this. How are you feeling right now, man? I'm so happy. One of the best days of my life. And it could have been one of the worst. It was – it all depended on what happened there. But you were shaky about it for a while. I was. It There was a lot of rumors that it was not going to go the Flames' way, but it did. And we're going to the Fiesta Bowl. Biggest game in school history. And I think we're going to play well. It's going to be a tough game for us, obviously. Oregon's a really good team. But, yeah, I was, I was so excited. And I think they deserve to be in. I think, I think SMU – had they gotten in, it basically would have just rewarded them for losing by three scores twice to Power 5 teams. Because after that, they had only beaten three bowl-eligible teams and by like an average margin of six points versus Liberty, who had beaten five or – I guess six. I mean, New Mexico State would beat them twice. So six basically bowl-eligible teams by an average margin of 17 points. I think Liberty was definitely better. And I'm just pumped that we made it. Happy for you, man. It's going to be a fun time. We'll, we're not going to do any picks tonight. We, we have plenty of time for that. But uh, get ready for, for Bolathon, guys. Uh, Ethan, I want to ask you this. Well, and this is for the whole group. But <laughs> did, they, did they put Bama in because they had to have an SEC team in there? Um, I think they needed a team from the best conference with one loss over a undefeated team from a not great conference. But is it the best conference? Yes. He's, SEC's record against other conferences has not been the best. The ACC, yes, has, a winning, the ACC I, has a winning record against the SEC, including Florida State over Yes, Illinois. and like pretty much all of those games happen by week one and by week by the or week one or two and by the last week of the season you saw Louisville who were Florida State's kind of hanging their hat on oh we just beat Louisville lose to Kentucky who was a bottom dweller in the SEC this year. So, and not bottom dweller, but I mean, they I've got bottom dwellers and they reside in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yeah, well, I mean, they finished second to last in the East, I think, didn't they? Uh, no way they finished in behind South Carolina or Vanderbilt. <laughs> did did they beat South Carolina or I think they did. Are we talking about I... Kentucky? Yeah. Let me... Let's see real quick. I have it pulled up. They were Oh, they were fourth in the East. Never mind. I take back my entire bottom dollar thing because they ended up ahead of Florida and South Carolina. They were all three and five, but I guess they won tiebreakers versus Florida and South Carolina. They beat both those teams. They beat Florida. They beat Florida. Their three SEC wins were Florida, um, Dandy, and South Carolina. No, no, they lost to South Carolina. Their three SEC wins were Mississippi State, Florida, and uh, Vandy. There you go. But yeah, um, I think the SEC has earned a like if you do what the SEC's done, 
in recent history, you earn that right to be viewed that way. I, I agree with you, Ethan, but I don't think Texas earned it. And that's where I think you take out Texas and put in Florida State. I'm fine with Bama being in there, but I don't think Texas should be in there. Texas should be in there above Bama. They have the head-to-head. But that's where you look at how much Bama changed from week two to the – because the thing is, basically, I think you They almost say, lost to Auburn. <laughs> I, I understand that. It's the Iron Bowl. I mean, it's a huge rivalry they're playing. I mean – Come on now, it's the Iron Bowl. But you would say, you would basically say where Texas, in this hypothetical scenario, where they knocked themselves out, was losing by having the worst loss. And then Alabama would have the best win. And even though Texas beat Bama, it would get neutralized by Bama having a better win and Texas having a worse loss later. They put head-to-head more importance than – Honey is fat chilling on this combo. Honey, I really am because you guys are more passionate about this than I am. But... Honey is here to watch the game. She's like, give me the final games. I don't care how we got here. I've been, I've been fuming and stewing all week, all day. About if, okay. You guys if are blowing up my phone. We have to live in hypotheticals. That's all the picking four teams is. But if Alabama wins the national to. championship, will you still say it should have been Florida State over them? Yes. One hundred thousand percent. What happens if Florida State beats Georgia, and then Bama wins the Natty? Yeah, then you would. We would never know. <laughs> if 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 Florida State beats Georgia, then this will go down as the most egregious thing in the history of the world. If Florida this- State beats Georgia, I will get on board and agree with you. That's how confident I am. That Georgia is about to wax Florida State. Georgia opened as a 14-point favorite, by the way. Just putting that out there. Oh, man. Give me the angry Seminole. <laughs> Mike Norvell is going to get those guys locked in. He came out with a statement today, rightfully very angry. We live in a world where, uh, you know, though I saw a funny tweet. It was like, moral of the story, kids, don't get injured. That's <laughs> – uh, Can we all agree to that? That Jordan Travis – what's is it Jordan Travis? Yeah. I keep on wanting to say Jordan Hunter, but I think it's because there's like a – Travis, I don't know. Travis Hunter plays for Colorado. Yes. Jordan Travis, the tweet that he sent out was heartbreaking. Let's all agree on that. Of him saying he wishes that he had gotten injured earlier in the year so that they could have yeah. seen this team win games without him more. But I – Hate to break it to him. I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have. But I mean, that is a hypothetical. Did he get injured in the Florida game? Did he get injured in the Florida game or was it the No, it was North Alabama? Alabama. So they go to Alabama game that they also a not great FCS team that they looked terrible against when he went out. So they, I mean, they won 58 13. Yeah, after they, I think they were losing at halftime. They figured it out against a like I said, a bad FCS team. But, I mean, there for a little bit, you were like, oof, they aren't the same team without him. South Florida was up on Bama at the half. Am I mistaken? <laughs> and, then, and then Nick Saban made the greatest coaching decision of the year by benching Jalen Miller for that game, and it completely changed their team. Sure. You know, I just, I just don't want to live in this world, Ethan. I don't, but here we are. Here we are. 
It's, I mean, ESPN, ESPN controls this. Remember the, remember the old days? I mean, we weren't born when this happened, but like, remember when, you know, you'd play a bowl game and you didn't know if you won the national championship or not to the next day. <laughs> He's read in the paper. <laughs> remember? That? Yep. It was weird. They just declared whatever game, the national championship that year. I'm glad we're yeah. not there anymore, but I almost rather that than this malarkey. Hmm. I think that we got we got the four I mean we keep on talking I think we got the four best teams. But that's the thing is do you want and this is where the committee the chairman of the committee said it's about the four best teams, not the most deserving. And that's where I think the spirit of college football <laughs> is more about most deserving than best. I think what makes college football special. Then why did we give the committee the – so this really comes down to a, who made the committee's rule to pick – I mean, it is – Again, what is – I mean, best teams. but what is best in this world, you know? And if it's, if it's based on eye tests, if it's based on wins and losses, then we definitely got it wrong. Oh, and then if Liberty it's based on eye in. tests, we probably got it wrong too by leaving Georgia out. Then so, Liberty should be in. It's maybe. not – that's it's not the same because, the, I mean, they, they're a power five conference champion undefeated. But Liberty the is the schedule of 58, though. Liberty's is probably like 100-something. Michigan's Here, is 33rd. Yeah, and they – but they're – yeah, that's really enough. Played anybody until Ohio State and Penn State, you know? But that's enough. Well, I think, I think honestly, that why I'm excited about the expanded is we won't have to deal – with this again for undefeated power five champ. Like you're right, Heath, in the sense of we're probably gonna argue about the thirteenth team, but I would be shocked if that team well that team's not gonna be a conference champion and they're most likely not undefeated. But even if they were the lack of championship, like it's not gonna be as hotly contested, which is gonna be really good. I think we If you're curious that team, team would be LSU right now. What's their how many losses? Uh, they're nine and three. Honestly, that would be wild for the sake of <laughs> they have the best quarterback in the country. Like their defense is terrible, but imagine them in a winner go home just gotta score <laughs> points. <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah. I mean it's it's the same concept on a much like you know, there's always in the NCAA basketball tournament, the bubble, the first and second team that got left out that you feel bad for sometimes, but you're also like you put yourself in that situation. I think that's how it'll be with the 13th team because football, it's like, yeah, you should have not lost three games. You should have only lost two. And, I mean, at that point, the team can maybe be upset about it. So we're but, going back to wins and losses? Well, I was just using a hypothetical. Oh Goodness, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, no. hey, 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 you should have. Uh, you should have not had your quarterback get injured. That's what that's what they're saying. <laughs> hey, with a, with, a, with a 12-team playoff, give me a three-loss SEC over a two-loss ACC. Sure, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I mean, give me an undefeated that? Power 5 team over the one that's not undefeated. But the one that played a much harder schedule. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean... We want to go oh, there, man. And beat I, Georgia. Beat Georgia. Lost to Texas. I will say this. I think leadership next year is going to be much better 
because the new chairman of the committee is a former three-star general from the Air Force who played on Air Force's football team, and I'm excited about that. He'll be a group of five uh, supporter for sure. He did say that it's vital that they retain a bid, so Absolutely. that'll be good. So, I mean, could you imagine if this year and Liberty was in the playoff? I'd be even more ecstatic. But oh. I'm pretty ecstatic about the Fiesta Bowl. It's going to be awesome. Hey, you're going, right? I am officially can confirm that I'm now going to the Fiesta Bowl, and I'm excited. Biggest game in school history. Had, had to make it happen. Well, I'm, I'm excited. excited for the year that the Cotton Bowl is Mizzou, Ohio State. Dude, Eli Drinkowitz, man. What a what a coach. Coach of the year in the SEC. Did you hear what he said in his interview? What did he say? He was getting interviewed by Reese Davis, and he was like, oh, hang, hang on a minute. I'm getting a phone call. This is Connor Stallions. <laughs> Dude, cocky, cocky <clears throat> is my favorite drink. He's so good, man. But, uh, well, all right, let's uh, – Let's call it now before I uh, before I keel over and having you know stress and anger. Can we do a you know just everybody gets thirty seconds here to close the show to just kind of thirty seconds to just spill it, spill it all out. Uh, sure, uh, honey, can we start with you? Spill it. Yeah, this is uh, more basketball season for me than it is football season. So um, I loved getting to hear y'all talk about this and see how passionate you guys are. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Give us your basketball stuff real quick. I can't think off the top of my head. Um, it was interesting to see all most of the top 25 lose this week. Um, women's basketball is on the up and up. It's looking really good. Um. Yeah. Ethan, spill your your marbles. Yeah. Um, the committee had a horrible task this year. Uns. It was a scenario like we haven't seen before of just what they were having to choose the hairs between. But they made the difficult but right decision to put the four best teams in over the four most deserving. Kudos to this committee. They had a tough task. They put Bama in as they should have. And then, and it is going to be a more exciting playoff now because of their decision to do the right thing. You sound like an ESPN executive. Me and Kirk Herbstreet were on the same wavelength today. Uh, terrible, terrible takes from Kirk. Uh, I'm telling you, Booger McFarland was the only man taking a stand. I don't get it. Booger was cooking with gasoline. Cade. I I am team Booger, all right, Booger McFarland. <laughs> I, I agree. I think Florida State should have been in. But I'm honestly just so happy about Liberty right now that it's not really going to ruin my night or anything. Honestly, I think at this point I care more about the Fiesta Bowl than I do the 14 playoff. And uh, it's going to be a great New Year's. <sighs> All right, I got 30 seconds, I guess, right here. Uh, This is an absolute travesty. It really is. Unethical practices. But you know what else got me got me upset was at college game day on Saturday. You know, they did the Pat McAfee kicking challenge. I don't know if you guys watched this, but Kirk Herbstreit was the one that held the ball. He had his dog not even two feet away from that ball. The conditions for this kid to kick in were terrible. And, yes, he kicked one of the worst field goals I've ever seen in my life. 
I think it went two feet off the ground, but it's not his fault. They gave him the worst conditions for this thing. That's bad. Playoff committee stuff is way worse. All right. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> that was an emergency pod.